Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Good evening, everyone. This is Thursday, November the 1st, 2018, and welcome to a special edition episode 125 of the WCWS Radio Network's weekly pop culture review show. This is WCWS Outside the Ropes. Once again, this is Mr. WCWS Chad Henshaw back on the line here with you as we get set to talk about, of course, the latest pop culture news, <clears throat> news and views, as well as, of course, uh, momentarily we'll have the Iceman Jerry DiGirolamo on with his sports updates as well as a box office report. And also, and, and of course, I do have on the line with me right now, uh, first 2016 WWS Hall of Famer, and also, of course, uh, part of the team that brings you WWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoe.com. It is the human suplex machine, John Gross, uh, joining me online right now. Uh, we say welcome here to John on this special edition of Outside the Ropes, episode 125. I'm here. Can I count it for there you go. And ladies and gentlemen, of course, as you know, Outside the Ropes normally airs on Wednesday evenings, but due to the Halloween Fest that everyone here was a part of last night, we preempted it and moved it here to this evening, so that way we can have a, we, we, can, we can have time to, of course, uh, be with, of course, our loved ones and all that for Halloween and all that, have fun with kids and everything, trick-or-treat and everything, all that good stuff. So, uh, but we're back on here, of course. And as we said, we're going to bring you the latest uh, pop culture news from PortlandMedia.com. Also, JD will be on here momentarily, bringing you the first thing. box office report as well as some sports headlines as well. We'll get some uh, with some thoughts and opinions here from the human suplex machine, John Gross. Plus, also, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have a little bit of time here to talk about to, of course, have uh, some big time fun with some movie trivia. Last week, due to a little technical glitch that we had, and we did not, unfortunately, could not uh, end the show the way we wanted to end it. Uh, we had to, we had to. Of course, I'm doubling up on the movie trivia here for GD and John here this evening, so it'll be a, still be a fun time here, no question about it. However, if you want to join in here tonight, here folks, on the on the festivities on OTR number 125, feel free to call here 1605 Call ID 141-387-POUND and press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything that we do have to talk about here uh, this evening and, and what we do here this evening. So let's go ahead and get things rocking and rolling here, of course, and I will be bringing you some of our news courtesy of our friends at 411mania.com. And I do want to thank, I do want to thank uh, 411mania.com for us here 
in the WWS Radio Network for allowing us to read their stories Adios. on all of our shows here. Adios. <clears throat> on all of, our, all of our shows here in the radio network. Of outside the ropes, Revolution, Wolfpack, Power Hour, uh, Raw Radio, our promotions, and so on and so forth. Let's see what's making the rounds here. What was making the rounds here today? I'm here. Okay, I know. I'm just waiting for. I'm just waiting for our first story to load up here. All right, let's see what we have here, and and of course we have to visit this again. Visit this uh, uh, <clears throat> unbelievable situation here, indeed. Um, as Joseph Lee brings us this story here tonight. Harvey Weinstein is accused of trying to rape a sick lawsuit. Okay. Yeah, I got to tell you here. The more we, I keep hearing this guy's name. More makes me want to puke. I think John really pretty much said it best. I mean, the more and more you hear this guy's name, you know what's going to happen. Yeah, as as John put it, yeah, it, it does it does uh, 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 throw up there as well. So that's 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 the reason this is. They're getting worse for embattled producer Harvey Weinstein. Reports that Weinstein has been accused of attempting to rape back in 2002 in a new amended class. <laughs> follows news that the man dropped. One of the charges, Lord, born in Poland, and sexually assaulted her, and he continued to emotionally abuse his sexual thereafter. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, I almost put four-page suit and detailed claims from ten different Wow. I think suit. Reads as follows. Jane was true. He was never here we go. Okay. Uh, I'm here. Include accurate. Go. Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you. I'll be right back. I can't hear. Um, 
and and then fled the office. Sorry about there, ladies. What is going on here? Okay, is this thing on? Hello? Oh my God! You gotta be kidding me! I think we know who that is. Can't hear you. What's up, JD? JD, I'm here. Hey. I'm here, how are so you don't have to worry. Yep. Well, I can't hear Chad. I can hear him kind of, sort of, though. I can hear a little bit.
I can barely hear. They got more, and they still got some more Halloween stuff left. And I can tell you now, we do have a U.S. Championship matchup for tomorrow, too. Oh, dear. Yep. On Rusev Day. That should be good. Yeah, I can hear you. I think I'm starting to hear you a little, yes, little bit. Maybe, maybe not. I'm going to hang out and call back. JD? You want me to call back? Call back. Call back. All right. Okay. I can hear you. Yeah, I can hear. Okay, but what what's your take on this whole thing with Harvey Weinstein? What's his? What a dick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. JD, can you hear me? I can hear you fine, Howard. Excellent. And uh, to quote best, Howard, I think John said it best, Howard. Howard, this is how you describe Weinstein. Hold on. I'm going to have a little fun with you guys on this one, Howard. <laughs> uh, oh, here in about two seconds. <laughs> Three. And three, two, and one. Here we go. How you describe? Hello. Okay, hit it. 
I think I can do one better. <laughs> but what's your problem? No, where the front office is. I think I can do one better. There you go. That's how you describe Weinstein. I think I can do one better. Hang on. <laughs> oh, I'm a good character. I'm a good character. I'm a good character. No. I can't hear again. Can I still can't hear? Well, I. I can hear. I still. I'm starting to hear. Oh, all right. What happens? Yeah. One more Okay, yeah. Uh, let's see here.
You okay here? I don't know what else. I have got this thing as up as it will go. Yeah, a little bit now. Hello. Oh, hello, hello. Echo, echo. JD, can you hear me? can hear you, yeah. All right, John, can you Yeah, I can hear you. Thing, so maybe that might work. It doesn't, I don't know what else I can do. All right, so I, I hear you. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, all this new movie. That Yeah, sorry, I'm here. What were you saying now? I said, what was your thoughts on this story here about the actor that's playing Freddie Mercury in this new movie about Queen? It, oh, I was going to talk about that in the box office report. Actually, it's, it's from what I've been hearing, it is going to be a very, very good movie, I feel. And it's going to be a big, I hope it's a big success. I really do. I mean, it's getting a lot of attention. I mean, if you're, if you're a fan of Queen and the rock group, however, I mean, you're definitely going to uh, enjoy uh, the life and times of uh, one of the most unique, uh, one of the most charismatic, one of the more, uh, let's just say, very uh, emotional, I would say emotional, but I would say one of the most very unique, most very uh, special, creative uh, musicians of our time in Freddie Mercury. And I have a feeling it's going to be a big, big hit. What, but what this story that I just read is talking about is receiving criticism because it's not focusing on Freddie Mercury's sexuality enough. Oh, um, I don't think they want to touch that that much. I think they just want to talk about what kind of, uh, let's just say, special individual he was. I think Hollywood, however, was smart not going, let's just say, deeper into Freddie's past, however. They just talked about his music and talents, however. 
Um, personally, however, I think they kind of made the right call on this, however. I mean, some people may disagree to agree. Again, you're entitled to your opinion, but I just think it's going to be a great movie. I really do. John, your I can agree with that. Okay. All right, folks. And now I can hear JD's breathing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there you go. The DiGirolamo breathing. It's, it's patented in Pittsburgh. <laughs> yes, it is. Okay. That's it. And now that's all I'll have here for tonight in terms of four, four Letter Mania. Let's turn things right over to JD now with your sports headlines and your box office. All right, here we go. Box the box office report for this week. Dun 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 dun. Okay, here we go. Halloween continues to be the big winner at the box office, however, and for this past weekend, however, it definitely scared up audiences, however, doing $31.4 million. And on a budget of $10 million, however, going into this week, however, it has already made $126 million. A Star's Board finished second with $14 million, and in four weeks' time, however, a month's time, on a budget of $36 million, it has already grossed $148.6 million. Venom, meanwhile, continues to scare up audiences, too, with 10.6 more million. So far, in a month, however, the $100 million movie, however, in less than a month, has already made $187.1 million. Goosebumps 2, Haunted Halloween, however, fell to fourth, however, and so far seems to be hanging in there as well. In its third week, however, the $35 million budget movie, however, made $7.2 million this week, and has now grossed over $38.1 million. And finally, however, Hunter Killer, a new film, however, Debuted, however, with $6.6 million this weekend, how, this last weekend. You talk about new movies this weekend, we got some good movies coming out this week, including The Nutcracker and the Four Realms. A young girl is transported into a magic world of gingerbread soldiers and an army of mice. Mackenzie Foy, Kira Knightley, and Morgan Freeman, along with Dame Helen Mirren, star in this family fantasy adventure. Bohemian Rhapsody, the one you just talked about, talking about Freddie Mercury, which is getting a lot of very... Much critics that are liking it and not liking it, however, mind you. Talks, however, with Ben Hardy, however. Rami Malek from the TV series iRobot, however. Um, the robot show in USA. I think it's called I. No, it's not iRobot. Uh, Robots 2.0 plays the lead role of Freddie Mercury. As well as You're right, Boyton. Jamie. What's that? You're right. It was called iRobot. You're right. It is called iRobot? Okay, I thought so. Uh, Lucas Hedges, Nicole Kedman, and Russell Crowe star in Boy Raced. The son of a Baptist preacher is forced to participate in a church-supported gay version program for being forcibly out to his parents, and this one is also being talked about as an excellent movie to watch this week. Meanwhile, however, other movies include A Private War starring Rosamund Pike, however, and Stanley Tucci. One of the most celebrated war correspondents of our time, Marie Colvin is an utterly fearless and rebellious spirit driven to the front line of conflicts across the globe to give the voice to the voiceless. And finally, however, mind you, Nobody's Fool, starring Tiffany Haddish, Wolfie Goldberg, Missy Powell, directed by Medea himself, Wolfie uh, superstar Tyler Perry. A woman is released from prison and reunites with her sister, but she soon discovers that her sister is an on, in an online relationship with a man who may not be what he seems, however. So if you're looking for laughter this week, this might be the movie for you. But all in all, it should be a pretty good week at the, at the box office, let's just say, as we head into November. 
In sports news, however, in a battle Bay Area teams tonight, however, in San Francisco, the site of the national championship game, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, the Oakland Raiders, 1-6, will take on the San Francisco 49ers, however. Both teams are having a rough season, if you will, let's just say, with only one win between the two of them, with the Raiders, however, one fewer loss than them. Also this week, however, the Pittsburgh Steelers will be taking on the Baltimore Ravens at 1 o'clock, while this week, however, we got a rare interesting game between Tampa Bay and uh, Carolina in Charlotte. While this Sunday night's game will be an interesting one to watch, however, if you will, however, involving, however, mind you, the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers taking on, as we said, Tom Brady in New England if you will. This Monday night, Tennessee will be playing Dallas, of course, if you will, on Monday Night Football, which could see the debut of former Oakland Raiders superstar, new Dallas Cowboys superstar, Amari Cooper, who was traded a week ago from Oakland to Dallas. Meanwhile, however, the story, however, also continues to be what's going on in Maryland, if you will. In case you did not know, we talked about it last night, however. The University of Maryland fired their football coach, D.J. Durkin, one day after his reinstatement, said the school announcing last night. In a statement, President Wallace D. Lowe said the following yesterday afternoon. Yesterday, the University System of Maryland Board of Regents announced numerous recommendations, including employment decisions about specific personnel on our campus. I accepted the board's recommendations, and at the same time, I announced my retirement as president in June of next year. Since returning to campus after yesterday's press conference, however, I have met with the leadership, however, mind you, of the Student Government Association speaking on behalf of numerous student organizations, the Senate Executive Committee, deans, department chairs, and campus leadership. The overwhelming majority of stakeholders expressed serious concerns about Coach D.J. Durkin returning to the campus. The chair of the Board of Regents has public knowledge that I had previously raised serious concerns about Coach Durkin's return. This is not at all a reflection of my opinion of Coach Durkin as a person. However, departure is in the best interest of the university, and this afternoon, Coach Durkin was informed that the university will part ways. This is a difficult decision, but it is the right one for our entire university. I will devote the remaining months of my presidency to advancing the needed reforms in our athletic department that prioritize the safety and well-being of our student-athletes. And as we are coming on here tonight, how we do have some breaking news on the Maryland scandal even further, however. James T. Brady, the chair of Maryland's Board of Regents, is stepping down immediately. He announced in a statement, however, earlier this afternoon. This, of course, comes on the verge of the, Jordan McNair, the scandal that saw former Maryland football superstar Jordan McNair, a 19-year-old freshman, collapse on the practice field back in May and die two weeks later of heat stroke. Durkin, the coach of the Maryland uh, Terrapins, was paid to put on administrative leave in August and following the board's recommendation, returned for one day before the low fired him last night, acting without the board's approval. The board's decision to retain Durkin was roundly criticized by students, faculty, politicians, family members of McNair, and some players. In fact, however, Maryland Governor Larry Hogan called on the board to reconsider the decision late last night, saying the following, I am deeply troubled by the lack of transparency from the Board of Regents and deeply concerned about how they could have possibly arrived at the decisions arrived yesterday, however. In his statement earlier this evening, Brady said he respected the many people who disagree with the board's recommendation, saying the following. There were difficult decisions based on information, including reports stemming from two investigations and a great deal of thought and deliberation. I understand that reasonable people could come to other conclusions, and even among our board, some did. 
Going forward, I believe the board needs to be able to return to the important business of supporting and advancing Maryland's public university system for the benefit, however, of its students and families and the people across the state. In recent days, I have become the public face of both the board and its decisions related to these matters. In my estimation, my continued presence on the board will inhabit its ability, inhibit its ability excuse me, to move Maryland's higher education agenda forward, and I have no interest in serving as a distraction, as a distraction from that important work. Accordingly, however, as of tonight, I will step down from the Board of Regents immediately. Thank you. My goodness, my goodness. <clears throat> so, that, JD, thank you very much. With your sports news and the Bacchus report here, from the thank you very much to our folks. One six zero five five six two zero four four four. Call ID one four one three eight seven pound. Episode one. Now I can hear you. Excellent. Episode 125 of WWS Outside the Ropes for Thursday, November 1st, 2018. Mr. WWS, check you the ice cream here. And by the way, one last bit of sports news. Sorry to say real quick. We'll let you know real quick, however, that tomorrow at high noon, how in the WWE Network, Hulk Hogan will be hosting the Crown Jewel event, how that will be held in Saudi Arabia. That is tomorrow. It gets underway at noon. The pre-show, I believe, will start at 11 a.m. And of course, Human Surplus Machine John Gross here with you here this evening as well. Coming up at nine o'clock here, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget NWO Wolfpack 138521 pounds. Our live video feed tonight coming to us from LWOUS Latino Dynasty. In addition to our wrestling news and views and history and birthdays, we will actually be doing predictions for Crown Jewel <coughs> tonight. And of course, we're running down all the matches here, including one. I think JD did hit to us that one was just added. Yes, Rusev versus Shinsuke Nakamura has been announced for the U.S. title, as apparently both of those gentlemen have been asked to fly over to Saudi Arabia, believe it or not. That will be something pretty good right there. Two international superstars going for the U.S. belt. That's very interesting. Yes, So we'll be talking about that as well. And tomorrow night on Revolution, folks, we will be doing the, we will be crowning a new AAA U.S. mega champion as well as AAA U.S. World Tag Team Champions as a result of the predictions that are made tonight for Crown Jewel. So we'll keep everybody aware of that. Um, I can tell you that uh, that Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler, spoke to him earlier today. He's actually got some of his predictions up, uh, um, up but uh, I do not uh, – I'm still waiting to get one or two more things uh, for him before we can officially set this up. But, of course, with this match just added – I'll need to get his prediction for that as well, but uh, but folks who like this, it's going to be it's going to be good indeed. Like I said, I'm sure. Like I said, Michelle, JD, John, and again, Bobby, we take we take a part of this again. Like I said, for Crown Jewel, just coming off the wings of, of course, Evolution, where of course where we saw John pick up the WWS Intergender Championship, and of course Ann and JD picking up the WWWFUS World. I mean, United States, excuse me, Tag Team Championship. So, <clears throat> so we, more gold will be awarded tomorrow night on Revolutionary, folks. So be listening for that very, very carefully. All right, guys, we got about 30 minutes. So I said, say we go ahead and I'm, I'm going to break out the movie trivia tonight. And <clears throat> and um, let's see here. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay, some of these I may have done before, but 
probably been a long time since uh oh no let's not let's not do that let's come up with some uh let's come up with some better ones here uh here we go let's see I see Bobby was a pirate for Halloween. Uh yeah, he um I just looked yeah, at the he picture. Actually, I, I took oh he, oh I figured he took a picture. But he I took him to Walmart last week and he got he went and found that costume. Um I told him to try to do something like homemade, but he wanted to go buy one. So. Hey, it looks good. Hey, you know what that that Oh yeah, I mean no I mean that's awesome, man. I saw it. I mean, I I've seen pretty it. Cool. It's pretty darn good. All right. All right, guys, 15 questions right here, and I'll, I, will, I will be looking for some others while, after I do these. Um, okay. <clears throat> J.D., I'll start with you right here. All right. Question number one, what singer starred in the movie The Bodyguard? Whitney Houston. That's my final answer. Yes, sir. John? Which actress with the last name of Keaton, K-E-A-T-O-N, starred in Father of the Bride 2? Uh, Michael. Actress. Christina. Uh, That's a good guess. Diane Keaton. Oh. Uh, JD, <laughs> yes, JD, the movie I Saw the Light was a 2016 biopic of which country music legend? Sonny Cash? Good guess, Hank Williams. Uh, let's see. Um, hold on one second. Okay. Uh, John... Which actress with the first name of Holly, H-O-L-L-Y, won an Oscar for a silent role in the movie The Piano? Zawanski? Good guess. Hunter. Holly Hunter. She's also in broadcast news with uh, Albert Brooks, Jack Nichols, and Lois Childs, 1987. Good movie, by the way. She was also the voice of Elastigirl in The Incredibles. That's right. Yep. Uh, JD, which silent movie star was played by Robert Downey Jr. in 1992? <laughs> one of my all-time faves. A good one, too. And I just watched this gentleman today in one of his finest films, The Great Dictator. Not much. Em- Not emphasis, much. On the, emphasis on the dick. No, just kidding. <laughs> Charlie Chaplin. That's it. Charlie Chaplin. You got it. <laughs> okay. John, which Welsh actor starred with Jodie Foster in The Silence of the Lambs? Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Good guess. Anthony Hopkins. I like some fall beans and fall beans and a nice bottle of candy. I can't do it. Crap. Oh, <laughs> you got you got it. You got it. I just want me young. <laughs> I remember they made fun of that in Loaded Weapon 1. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. I remember, I remember that. Yeah. 
it rubs the lotion and it gets the hose again. And it does what it's taught. Put the lotion in the basket. I said put the lotion back in the basket. Well, go put it in your own basket, you son of a <laughs> okay. Oh, Precious. Precious. Okay. JD, here's your question. Okay. JD, which actor with the first name Bob started Mona Lisa before finding it good to talk? Mona Lisa before found good to talk. Uh Bob. Bob B O B. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say Redford. I guess Bob Hoskins. Ah, that's right. I still know that one. Uh, John, which, which, um, which gentleman by the name of Stephen, which, uh, what movie did, oh, hold on, crap, hold on. I mean, let me ask it the way that I have it here. John, which Stephen directed the movie Schindler's List? Uh, Spielberg. Absolutely right. It was Spielberg. Man, good guess, John. Very good guess. Uh, okay, okay, JD. When I heard the name Stephen, I I heard it right away. JD, you still here? All right. I'm still here. Okay. JD, which actor named Sylvester has the nickname Sly? Stallone. You're absolutely right. No, I'm not stoned either, baby. No, you can't prove <laughs> Okay. Uh, John, who is Donald Sutherland's actor son? Kiefer. John? Kiefer. 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 You're right, it's Kiefer. Okay. <laughs> JD, which actor was the director of Wolves? Sorry, went down the wrong pipe. <laughs> what was the question you said? Sorry, John was hacking. Oh, I'm sorry. What were you hacking, John? You hacked my computer. A furball. Furball! John, which, I mean, who was it? JD? Oh, crap. Yeah, yeah it was JD. Okay. JD, which actor won an Oscar? <laughs> Oh, crap. Here you go. Want an Oscar for Which, what? As, a, as director of Dances with Wolves. Of what? Dances with Wolves. Oh, uh, Kevin Costner. Right, it was Kevin Costner. Okay. Uh, let's see here. John, uh, which actor by the name of Nick, N I C K, co starred with Barbara Streisand in The Prince of Tides? I don't know. I know this one. Nolte. Why is Nolte? It's, it's, no, no, it's Nolte. <laughs> JD was the first name of the actress who has the last name Sarandon. Susan. Right, that's it. And John, which Johnny starred as Edward Scissorhands? Depp. Right, you got his depth. Okay. All right. Uh, 
Okay, I got some more right here, guys. We got time to do another thing here. I do, I do owe y'all anyway, so here you go. Uh, I think John, the JD, I'm sorry, I think it's your turn here. Okay. Uh, mm. JD, your question is, why is Bill Murray's character in Tokyo in the movie Lost in Translation? Whose question is this one? This is yours. Because he was shooting a whiskey commercial. Right. I shooting an advertisement for whiskey. Yeah. Whis- Remember that song about Metallica, Whiskey in the Jar? Oh, yeah. We played that a couple times on Raw Radio. Talk about that. Oh, I haven't heard, haven't heard y'all do that. I'm going to have to crank that up tonight. I don't want you, I want you to crank that. Don't crank anything near me, man. What the heck's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> okay. John, your question is, in the French New Wave's most successful film, Jeanine Moreau's character, Catherine, falls in love with two men named Jules and Jim. Who directed this movie from 1962? Uh, I don't know. I'll take okay. a guess at this one. You want to guess? Go ahead. Stanley Kubrick? Yes, Francois Truffaut. Yes, there, guys. Good guess. JD, here's yours. In which language was Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon filmed? Mandarin. Yeah, Mandarin or Mandarin Chinese. Yeah, you got it. That's it. John, um, on what date is the Frank Capra classic It's a Wonderful Life set? I don't know. Oh. Christmas Eve. It was a Christmas movie. Yeah. Um, um, the night before Christmas? No, 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 no. no. I, I was telling you what the answer was. The answer is Christmas no, the answer. Eve. Oh. Uh, JD, who took the part of Mr. Pink in Tarantino's Reservoir Dogs? A role the director had reportedly earmarked for himself. Chris Penn? Steve Buscemi. We shouldn't know that. I haven't seen that in a while. Um, John, which novelist adapted Pride and Prejudice for Joe Wright's movie version? Johnny Depp. I said Johnny Depp. Oh, you did? Oh, okay. Uh, good guess. Uh, Deborah Mogok. Mogok, I guess is how you pronounce that. Uh, JD, which electronic band composed all the <sighs> music for, for Tron Legacy in 2010? Jeff Bridges. What, band? Oh, Ben, I thought you said actor. Uh, uh, well, let Ben compose all the music for Tron Legacy in 2010. Oh, man. Um, Jerry Goldsmith? That's a good guess. Daft Punk. Ah. Uh. John, who plays corrupt sheriff Hank Quinlan in Orson Welles' Touch of Evil from 1958? 
Mm. I was born, wasn't born in the 50s, so I don't know this one either. Believe it or not, Orson Welles play, played it himself, plays himself, played it himself in this movie. Uh, uh. JD, what is the name of the vegetation assessor that becomes the object of the hero's affection in Wall-E? What was what was the name of the robot? Name of the robot that becomes yeah, yeah that becomes Oh, Wally uh I I can remember this too. Wally had a fixation with a, a robot. I should know this. Ah, pass. I'm gonna kick myself once I hear the answer because I haven't seen it for a while. Eve. Eve, that's it. I should have known. Eve. Eve, yeah, Eve, yeah, that's it. Wally. Okay. That's it. Wally wins. Fatality. <laughs> anyway, uh, number 10 here, uh, uh, John. Which pair of real life brothers, including first names, play the played the play the roles of the fabulous of the in the movie The Fabulous Baker Boys? And what is the name of the alluring singer for whom they both fall for, who is played by Michelle Pfeiffer? Man, I, I'm not knowing everything tonight, and I don't know this one either. JD, you want to take a Yeah, I'll take a stab. What was the question again? Which pair of real-life brothers played the role? The Bridges Boys, the... Jeff and Bo. And what was the name of the singer played by Michelle Pfeiffer? Uh, Laura? That's a good guess. Susie Diamond. I should know that. JD? Who got who got Tetchy when British critics ridiculed his English accent in Ridley Scott's 2010 version of Robin Hood? Uh that would be Mr. Crow, Russell Crow to be exact. Absolutely right, Russell Crow. Uh, number twelve here, uh, John, a Bronx Tale from 1993 was a di- directorial debut of what Hollywood star? Um, Leonardo DiCaprio? Yes, Robert De Niro. Oh. Good guess, though. Good, good. Yes, indeed. Uh, JD, who played the lead in I Am Legend? Uh, I Am Legend, how did that be? Will Smith. Right, it was Will Smith. Will Smith do it? I don't know. (laughs) John, in 1999, Gwyneth Paltrow won an Academy Award in a role in the movie Shakespeare in Love that demanded she spend much of the film pretending to be a man. Who replicated this feat? Who replicated this feat the following year and in what film? She did it again the following year in another movie. You know Or somebody else did. Another actress did the same thing in a movie a year later. I can't tell. I got it. Hillary Swank, Hillary Swank, Tina Brandon, Boys Don't Cry, 1999, with Chloe or whatever her name was. You're right, that's it. And, uh, and JD, yours is the last one right here. Uh, for this part here, we'll be able to, I think we can do a few more here. JD, who won an Oscar nomination for his portrayal of American activist Malcolm X? Denzel Washington. You're absolutely right, that's it. 
All right, guys, we're going to do some comedy. Well, when you talk about Denzel, all you got to remember is uh, three simple words, and John knows the be known probably knows it all too well. Remember the Titans. Oh yeah, that was a good movie. That was great. One of my favorite. I can watch. I can watch that. But he's been good in any other movie. I mean, you can put him in. Oh, absolutely. He was good in. Uh, I've never seen Glory. He was good in Glory. Oh, he's fantastic in Glory. That was. That was. That I saw that when I was thirteen. I remember that was the first R rate. One of the first R rate movies I saw in the theater. Believe it or not. Oh, yes, absolutely. Okay. Okay, uh, all right, John, uh, here's your question right here. I see these questions I have to do with comedy. So listen very carefully. Okay. John, God, the movie God Bless America was a 2012 movie made by which comic filmmaker and actor? Can you give me a hint? Um, he was also in Police Academy. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Eddie Murphy. Okay, and there's a second part to this. I'm gonna do that first, and I'll tell you both at the same time. In which movie franchise did he make his name? Uh, Lethal Weapon. Well, believe it, believe it or not, I actually gave you the second answer on the first hint. Believe it or not, the first answer is actually Bobcat Goldthwait. Oh, okay. And, and the second one here, he made was really, he was he uh, was was well known for being in the police academy movies. Police academy too. Oh, oh yes, that was a good. Uh, BD, this, this this one right here is a two parter right here. All right. First question is, who plays Sean's mom and stepdad in Shaun of the Dead? And what was the TV show made by the director Edgar Wright and Simon Pegg? Oh, pass. I have no clue on either one. I'm going to kick okay, myself the, on this one, too. The first one here, his mother and stepdad was played by Penelope Wilton and Bill Nihai, or Nahi, or I guess that's what I can pronounce it. And the name of the show that they're talking about is Spaced. S P A C E D. The Final Frontier. These are the voyages of my beer. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, John, apart from his mockery of Hitler as Adnoid Hinkle, uh, that was that part was played by Chaplin in his own. Uh, hold on. Wait a minute. 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 Let's see. Um, Uh, let me see. You should, why don't you give me that one and give John a new one? So I think I would know the answer to that, maybe, I think. Okay. I'm going to try to read this. I'm going to read it the best whoever came up with this question. Apart from the, from his mockery of Hitler as Adnoid Hinkle, that was that part was played by Chaplin in his own, in his movie, The Great Dictator from 1940. The character Napolini in the same film was a parody of which other political figures? Which Say that again. Give the start on right back. Okay. All right. I'm gonna try to repeat this the best way. Uh, excuse me. Um. Okay. Uh, uh, apart from his mockery of Adolf Hitler, 
as as a character Ad, Adnoid Hinkle. This part was played by Chaplin in the movie The Great Dictator. Uh, the character of Napolini in the same film was a parody of which of, of which other political figure? Whew. I don't know that one. Well, supposed to be a two-parter. I didn't quite catch it here, but I guess the answer is one of them was a Jewish barber and the other one was Mussolini. So my apologies there, John. I, I, don't, I don't know who came up with that question, but uh, J.D., are you back with us? J.D., do you have diarrhea? <laughs> I tell you what, um, JD, are you back? Uh. All right, all right, John, I'll give you this one right here. We'll take a, we'll take, let's take a crack at this. John, who or who or what is the baby? Mentioned in the title of the 1938 comedy, Bringing Up Baby. Don't know that question either. Answer is... Okay, I'm back. Is a leopard. Okay, what was the question now, however, about what was it? Well, I already gave the answers to this. What was the answer, though? Just have curiosity. Well, apparently it was supposed to be the two-parter. Part of it... Well, one answer was a Jewish barber, and the other one was Mussolini. So I don't know what that. Yeah. Is. I, I, I don't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just watched that but, movie today, actually. Oh, okay. Uh, JD, here we'll give you this one right here. JD, what 1990s cult movie spawned fan festivals involving vast consumption of white Russian cocktails? <laughs> and he peed on my freaking rug, dude. Dude, the time is not the issue. He pissed on your fucking rug, man. What is one of my all-time favorites? I never get tired of this movie watching it over and over again. An ultimate classic. The Big Lebowski. And what are the two main ingredients of a white Russian? Kahlua and... Uh, uh, Kahlua's one, I know that. I, I'm going to kick myself because I know it, too. <laughs> Kahlua and milk. Well, you got the Big Lebowski. And you got part of the, the ingredients. Kahlua is right. And I think the word Russian should have been a clue. Vodka. That's right, yeah. You're right. That's right. Yep, 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 yep. Getting coffee liqueur. Or a good buzz. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, um, uh, John, what is the subtitle of Stanley Kubrick's 1964 satire of the military, Dr. Strangelove? Full Metal Jacket? Nope. Good time. Okay. Well, since he answered, J.D., I might as well go ahead and i tell you what, if you want to say it, you say it. Go ahead. Dr. Strangelove and How I Wondered... Learn to stop worrying and love the bomb. That's it. Or oh, yes, right. Good guess, there, John. Good guess. Very good guess. Mm-hmm. All right, J- JD. The movies: The Jerk, The Man with Two Brains, Dead Man Don't Wear Plaid, 
and All of Me are collaborations between which star and director? Carl Reiner. And? What's that? Which, there was a, these movies were collaborations between which star and director? Oh, sorry, you said star. Carl Reiner and Steve Martin. And you and got play, I don't have the M.M. on plaid. I have the others, but I have the M.M. on plaid. I don't, don't wear plaid. Well, I hope you don't. I hope you don't wear plaid. I hope you're not dirty. <laughs> what, was the, I'm trying to think, what was the name of the general? You know who I'm talking about. What was the name of George Gaines' character in that movie? I know it, too, because I remember seeing that scene. I can picture the scene. What? what are you talking about? Dead men don't wear plaid? Yeah, when uh, Commandant Lassar was oh. in the movie. He was like a general or something, and Steve Martin really couldn't stand him all the time. I, I can't remember now. I can picture it, too. I can't think of it either. I, I'm going to go back and look that up. I'll look that up and let, and let you know here. Uh, John, who plays the body swap mother-daughter in the 2003 version of Freaky Friday? Uh... Say that again. Who plays the body swap in the 2003 version of Freaky Friday? Oh, I got this one. I got this. Okay, go ahead. Lindsay Lohan and Jamie Lee Curtis. You got it. That's it. Very good. Very good. great guess indeed. Um, okay. Uh, uh, JD. Finally. JD, there you go. J JD Kareem Abdul-Jabbar fe is featured as a co-pilot in the hit 1980 comedy Airplane, but what was he better known as? Overall in general? Uh, his character name you mean? Or just... no, well, well, no, I'm talking about other than, I guess other than being an actor, I guess is what it's asking. Basketball player. And as a star performer in NBA basketball, that's it. Okay, um, uh, uh, John, which film concerns the declaration of war by Fredonia against neighboring Sylvania? Uh, I need a hint. Um, this, this dish might, this, um, oh, crap. Now wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Crap. Uh, you might put you might put this in in a bowl with crackers, and it might quack. Uh, uh, soup. I'm gonna give it to you. Duck soup is, is the name of the movie. Ducks. Duck soup. I said. Duck I said. Soup. I was talking about. I was saying as as as, as if the bowl of soup was quacking. Like, quack, 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 quack. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Um, okay, sorry about that. Okay. All right, uh, JD, let's see. Uh, yes. JD, what are the full titles of the three Austin Powers movies? And who played both Austin Powers and his nemesis, Dr. Evil, and who also appeared as Dr. Evil's son, Scott? Mike Myers, Seth Green... And there were Austin Powers, however, the spy who shagged me, Goldmember, 
And uh, Austin Powers, however, international man of mystery. Got it. That's it. You got them all right there. All right. Um, John, what four games does Bill and Ted play against death and win in Bill and Ted's bogus journey? And what classic European film is the scene spoofing? I have no clue. I know uh, one of them. Okay, go ahead. Twister's the game, and they're spoofing to the European film, right? What is it? Said they're spoofing, however, this um, a European movie, right? Yes. I can't remember. Okay. Okay, and you and what what did you say for the one? What did you say? For, you okay, I'll give you that. I'll, I'll give you that that one, JD. That they 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 play battleships, Cludio, table, football, and Twister. Okay. All right. What was that question now? Well, you talking about the one I just I'm giving the answers to now? Yeah. Well, I'll ask it again, but what four games does Bill and Ted play against death and win in Bill and Ted's bogus journey? And what classic European film is the scene making fun of? Um, I have no clue. Okay. Uh, and JD and J, like I said, I'm given. And JD did get also tried this out as well. Um, but the four games was Battleship, Cludio, Table, Table Football, and Twister. And the scene that they're making fun of is from Bergman's The Seventh Seal, in which the hero knight plays death at chess. That's what it is. Okay. All right. Uh, I think JD, this is your turn. I believe here and uh, yeah, JD, you still there? Still here. Okay. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> all right, JD. Sharon Stone betrayed an amnesiatic Arnold Schwarzenegger in Paul Verhoeven's 1990 version, but who who? Who uh, who betrayed who in the 2012 version of the same movie when it was directed by Lynn Weissman? What was the name of the movie and who betrayed who? What was the question? One more time. Sharon Stone, Schwarzenegger, you were talking about them. Yes, in the 1990 version Paul, that Paul Verhoeven directed, but in the 2012 total version... Recall, total Recall was this movie. I know that. Okay, and... And, oh, and, who, and who betrayed who in the 2012 version of the same movie? Paul and Farrell uh, betrays the other one. I'll give it to you. Kate Beckinsale played Tom Farrell's false wife in the 2012 version of Total Recall. That's right. You got it. You got it. All right. <clears throat> uh, John, the movie Escape from New York from 1981. The Thing from 1982 and Big Trouble in Little China from 1986 
are all escapist melodrama are all escapist movies involving which director and star combination? Don't know. JD, do you know? JD. Okay, you probably okay. And the answers the answer is John Carpenter and Kurt Russell. And J- JD, you had the last one right here before we call it before we uh, call it a night until Wolfpack. Uh, JD, you still there? I'm still here. Okay. All right, JD, which comic book hero provided a big break for Mexican director Guillermo del Toro in 2004? And what was what was the subtitle of the follow-up, which was released in 2008? Hellboy? Hellboy 2. You're, and actually, and you're actually, and you're right. Yeah, Hellboy 2 was called the Golden Army, but you got it. Okay. All right there, guys. Uh, there you have it there. For, there you have it there. I thank you very much there. Uh, J- JD and John, anything you wish to add before we call it, call it an evening? Uh, nope. No. Okay. Nope. I'll see you all later. All right, I'll you on Wolfpack here, John. Thank you very much, here, sir. <clears throat> on that note here, folks, we do thank you here for joining us for episode 125 of WWS Outside the Ropes. Be sure to join us here in about an hour for, for NWO Wolfpack. We'll be bringing you, of course, our news and views, history and birthdays. And also, folks, we are going to be bringing in our predictions for, um, for Crown Jewel 2018. And of course, like I said, I do, have, I do have some predictions so far from Mr. Hulkamania and Bob Ziegler. But we're going to get everybody else's in, of course. Uh, <clears throat> um, we'll get everybody else's in, of course, tonight there as well. Get, get everybody get get a take on uh, what is uh, about these things tomorrow. And also, like I said, we'll talk a little bit more about what we plan to do as a resu- as as far as the results go for Crown Jewel. We'll, we'll everybody we'll talk more about that coming up tonight here on Wolfpack. At 125 of Outside the Ropes is a broadcast of the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com. We are three years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio Network continues to be and will forever remain your pop culture connection. Folks, take care of yourselves and each other. We will see you. We'll be back on Outside the Ropes. We'll be back on this Wednesday next Wednesday night at 6:30 at our regular time, 141-364-387 pound. Excuse me. <clears throat> Take care of yourselves. We'll see you here next week. And as always, here in the WWS Radio Network, right here on TalkShoe.com. God bless everyone. And we'll talk at you here at 9 o'clock for individual back. This is the WWS Radio Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.